So we are going to, we're going to finish our journey today through the book of Galatians. Um, six or seven weeks, I think we've spent plus a week that I was gone. And, um, you know, for those of you who've been with us, I hope you're starting to grasp the concept of living in Christ and being bound to Christ is what provides us freedom in Christ. We are no longer slaves to fear. We're no longer slaves to the law. We're no longer slaves to measuring up. We're no longer slaves to a do, do, do mentality. We're no longer slaves to having, to having to be good enough, smart enough, thank God, tall enough for anything. We are not slaves to our bitterness, slaves to our anger, slaves to our impatience. But when we find ourselves in Christ, as we looked in the last chapter, when we immerse ourselves in Christ, when we empty ourselves and allow him to completely fill us up, when we find ourselves floating in the grace and the hope and the love and the joy of Christ, what ends up coming out of us is what he is. If we're full of him, it is he who comes out of us. And then we want to do obedience. We want to do hope. We want to do grace. We want to do love. We want to serve. We think of others before ourselves. And we're not doing these things out of a duty. We're doing these things out of love, out of Christ, out of our freedom in Him. And that is what Paul has been trying to tell these people. And here's what happens, folks. It sneaks in. It sneaks in. And patience just a little bit. Bitterness, just, just, just a little bit, all right? Uh, 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 needing to succeed, just, 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 just a little bit, all right? I, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story about, about how things sneak in, you know, how Satan wants to do dumb things to make you upset or mad. And I am going to tell you that I survived this. I survived, I passed with flying colors, but I'm going to tell you what happened. Yesterday, I, 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 my family decided that it was time to, to, to start the process. Let me reiterate, start the process of, of the Christmas de decorations, right, right? And so I was like, oh, y'all, go, y'all, go, y'all, go, y'all, all right? And my son came down and he's like, I'm excited about the decoration. I'm go, boy. Nugget, I'm excited about the decoration. She was a little too excited because she would not wait for Jamie to get everything done. Now, Jamie is, is, a, is a meticulous individual when it comes to these things. So we started with the, the tree, or so we thought. But before the tree comes the clearing. And before the clearing comes the cleaning. And during the cleaning and the clearing comes the cluttering. And I, I, I wanted to make my way to the bedroom, but the laundry had found its way there. So that was, I was just standing like, hey. So when we get to the tree, I, 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 I come in because, you know, and uh, get the tree down from where the tree hung out and, and get the, the ornaments down. And I had done my job and I'm feeling good about myself. And she plugs the tree in. And she says, I, I'm going to need a tree. That's me, isn't it? <laughs> Righto. So where did I go? Walmart, because I saw some of our friends and family there. Do you know what I learned at Walmart? Christmas trees have a lot in common with the NBA. 
The taller you get, the more you get paid. Oh, yeah. She said, I, I, I got a six-foot tree. I'm going to need a seven or a seven-and-a-half-foot tree. I knew who was going to do the star. I was like, seven's going to do it. She said, I need a seven or a seven-and-a-half-foot tree. On the way out the door, she said, oh, I need lights. Now, right now, I, I, my wallet's starting to feel it. But I look down, and I see the six-foot tree, and there's a little tag on it, $25. Okay, okay, all right. I can do this. I can do this. But I know that it's November, so I know that it might not be 25. I'm thinking 35. I found a six-foot tree. It was, it was $50. Then I found a six-foot no, six tree. Then I found a seven-foot tree. It was $79. The next six inches cost another 20%. <laughs> You a few inches taller, you getting paid. So seven foot it was, right? And now I'm like, oh, how am I going to get these lights? So I find some lights, right? And the lights come in, blue boxes. They're just a little blue box like this, or, or red boxes. And it turns out those boxes look exactly the same. 100% the same. Except the red boxes only cost you $239. The blue boxes, and I look, they're the same length. They have the same number of lights, all right? But they're $6.99. I'm like, well, that's racist. <laughs> so I bought the red boxes. And I take them red boxes home. And I pull out my Christmas tree, and I pull out my boxes. Here, honey. Oh, I love you. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. About 30 seconds later, she goes, baby. Why are the lights white? No, 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 no. I got, you asked for colored lights. I got colored lights. We're not a racist family. All the colors. I got them. She said, no. The, the string is white. So if I want my string to match my tree, I got to pay three times the amount? Walmart. So I go back. I go back. To, no, this is true. All of this is true. I go back. And the lady at the counter can see the joy in my spirit. So she pulls me over and she says, what's up? She said, a lot of these are coming back today. I said, I can tell you why. She said, did that happen to you? I'm standing here, aren't I? So I give her five red boxes. I go, I find the blue boxes. I make sure they have green wires. I make sure they are all the colors. And I grab five of those boxes and I take those five boxes to my house. I love you, baby. Kisses on the cheek. I'm good. I sit down. 30 seconds later. <laughs> baby, how come some of these lights twinkle? Someone had put twinkly lights in the not twinkly lights. 
So I had three boxes of twinkly lights and two boxes of not twinkly lights. And it's on one little line in the middle of three lines in the same box. Twinkly. So I go back to the Walmart. I go back to the lady. She shakes her head, other ladies laughing. We got joy in our hearts. Twinkles, if I may. She beeps my receipt. She beeps the box. She clicks on the screen a few times. She beeps my receipt. She beeps the box and she says, these boxes don't go with your receipt. You know what I did? In order to get through the line, I grabbed the little gun thing. I held up a box and I went beep, 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 beep for five boxes. I got one of the two non-twinklers. So my receipt was for five twinklies. So now I've got a real moral dilemma because technically I stole three boxes of twinkly lights. But I did not get three boxes of non-twinkly lights that I deserved. Now the lady behind the, I, I, my brain's processing all of this. The lady behind the counter is like, I don't understand. I was like, here, here, here. Hold these three boxes. I'm going to go get three boxes that match the zeros. Okay. I go get three boxes. I replace the three boxes. But Jamie decides that we might need two more boxes. So now I have five boxes instead of three boxes. But I've only got a five box receipt. But I've got two of those boxes at home. This lady is, our mind's about to explode. <laughs> so I had gotten, when I took the ones back, I had a gift card. So she starts dinging them and trying to add them and take them off the gift card. I was like, time out. All you got to do. Take my boxes that I do not, twinkle, twinkle, little stay. I take these three boxes that I paid for already. I have returned what I have stolen. I'm taking home what you owe me. And now I'd like to pay for two boxes. She said, I'm so confused. I said, I got you, girl. She said, okay. Ring them two boxes up. And I went home. When you pray for patience, God gives you twinkles. <laughs> and I'm not going to go to Walmart for a while. Set free. Huh? Oh, I don't know. I left. It looks amazing. Uh, there's a few little spots about two and a half feet off the ground where all the ornaments are. <laughs> Y'all figure that part out? All right. But Jamie and I, we, we uh, reorganizationed it later in the evening. See, if you can't laugh about that stuff, you ain't free. If you can't go... <laughs> My life is fun. And I told her flat out yesterday. I was like, oh, this is ending up in a sermon. I thought she was going to wet herself. She, she started laughing so loud. And this was only second trip. <laughs> By the time the third trip, I was like, it is on. <laughs> we're not just set free to live three, free. We're set free to live differently. The lady at the counter said, will you bring me a picture of your wife in this tree back? <laughs> 100%. You got to bring your wife back in so I can meet her and show me this tree, all right? 
they're used to dealing. I was, I was flustered, but I was, I was flustered and didn't want to do it, but I was, I was joking. I was lighthearted. I was trying to be helpful. We're set free. I'm not saying I did it right. I'm not saying she's coming to church. But I'm saying if I asked her and I actually told her I was the preacher, she might just to see the show. <laughs> she might bring her friend with her because her friend was at the other register, could not wait on anybody else. <laughs> Since we live by the Spirit, this is the last part of five. Let us keep in step with the Spirit, okay? We cannot make excuses for compromise. We don't, we don't get that right. Well, what if it makes somebody feel better? No. Well, what if I just don't feel like it today? No, because here's what happened. The minute you let a little bit in and a little bit in and a little bit more in, you begin to dilute the Spirit of God. And when you begin to dilute the Spirit of God and to dilute the Word of God and to, to move and shake the Word of God, the Word of God is no longer the Word of God. It is not His Word anymore. It's His Word mixed with our Word, which is no truth at all, all right? There was a story about a, a, a pharmacist in St. Louis several years back. And, and you know what he was doing? He, in order to make money, he was diluting prescriptions, okay? Cancer prescriptions, chemo prescriptions. And they, when they finally caught him, he had made almost $19 million. But he'd also affected nearly 4,200 patients, many of which didn't get the treatment that they needed. Was he giving them the medicine? Yes. Did it have the label? Yes. But it was diluted. A diluted gospel cannot heal. A diluted gospel cannot save. This is Galatians. This is why Paul got upset. He said, it's not that they're bad people. It's they're saying the gospel plus this. The gospel added to this. The gospel, but you can do this. No buts, just the gospel. Jesus and him crucified. That is the gospel. So when we receive Jesus, we also receive the spirit and we walk in step with the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying one another. No, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't get arrogant. We, we, we're all saved by his grace. Don't, don't get at each other's throats because Jamie understands this better and Michael understands this better and Spencer understands this better and Stephen understands nothing at all and all of these things. Don't, don't. Just hold hands and walk together. Children, together. Asians, together. White and black, together. Methodists and Baptists together, hold hands, walk together. This is the gospel. All of us saved by his grace, brothers and sisters. If somebody's caught in a sin, ah, if somebody's caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. You should not restore them with anger. You should not restore them with your bitterness. You should not restore them by talking to 17 other people about it, fueling the fire of anger in your heart. And then, no, 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 restore them gently. I need to confess that even in trying to do right, I mean that, in 100% trying to do right, to seek wise counsel, to get wise discernment, to seek wise decisions, me and some of the folks that are wise around me have allowed our bitterness to bubble up over certain issues when what it, what it, what it needs is uh, wrap your arm around them, love them gently, Tell them exactly why you want them to step over here instead of where they're stepping. And if they reject you, it's not on you. 
But if you're trying to keep them from sin, the angels are going, Dada, go, I got you, go, go, go. And that's where our applause should come from anyway. Right? You who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently, but watch yourselves so that you're not tempted. You know, don't get so close to the edge of the pool that you fall in or dip your toe in and go, well, that wasn't that bad. I'll just, I, you, I, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that you weren't bad. You were just kind of dippity dipping in there. It's okay, I'm gonna dippity dip with you. No, no. Well, Craig, how do we get through? Well, it, it, it actually addresses that next. Carry each other's burdens. What's too heavy for me? Good, but it's not too heavy for us. What's too heavy for you? That's okay, because it's not too heavy for us. When we're hurting, we talk it out. When we need prayer, we ask for it. And I will tell you flat out, there are men in this room who will raise their hands and say amen because they know, they know I'm their friends. I'm talking about them. There are men in this room who wouldn't tell you they had a problem or ask for help if their life depended on it. True story. No, we got it. We're good. I'm fine. Yeah, you're fine. And alone. And getting heavier and heavier and heavier. Because you, you good. You ain't broken. You good. Till you break. Till you finally learn that, yeah, it's hard sometimes to carry other people's burdens. It's hard sometimes to be all that somebody needs for you. Always worth it. But you don't know that till the other side of the hell. And sometimes that's weeks, months, years. If anyone thinks they are something that they are not, then they, they, they deceive themselves. You go to that person, they're like, well, I don't do that. Well, they deceive themselves. Each, each person should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to anyone else. Remember that phrase we used to talk about all the time? Don't compare yourself to someone else today. Compare yourself to yourself yesterday. Don't compare yourself to someone else today. Compare yourself to you yesterday. Are you more? of what God wants you to be today than you were yesterday. For each one should carry their own load as well. Now, that's not contradictory. <laughs> Here, here's what that is. That's, hey, you know, I'm trying to help somebody and now all I'm doing is helping somebody and they're not helping themselves. Oh, no, no, no. You know I'll help you, but you take your hands off that load, I'm out. I'm out. I am not here to carry you. You need a fish? Yes. You need two fish? We'll go catch them. But I ain't giving it to you. You ain't willing to do your thing. You ain't willing to work for it. Mm -mm. You out. Carry your part of the load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with the instructor. Now, the Bible just asked us to look in the mirror. And some of us, when we look in the mirror, are the harshest and most critical of ourselves, all right? But when we look in the mirror of who we are without it being about physical appearance, a lot of us are like, well, I'm pretty good. I mean, I mean, I go to church when I can. I give when I can. I serve when I can. I do what I can when I can. And I appreciate that. 
Okay, I appreciate that. And but then it's followed up with, so I'm 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 a member. I'm a, I'm a full time. I'm a good person. I'm a whatever your qualification for yourself is. But but Jesus says, hold hold on. Do not be deceived. You can think you who you are all day long. That don't mean you who you are. I know exactly who you are. And let me make you this promise. Remember we talked last week, it is written, it is written, it is written. That means it's already done. It just ain't happened in our timeline yet. If God said it, it's done. It's happened out there. He's already seen it because he's boundless, but it's coming. And here's what he says. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Said it a hundred times and I'll say it again. Nobody plants banana seeds and gets pears. Nobody. Nobody plants apple seeds and gets rhubarb. It does not happen. And you can't take in porn. You can't take in uh, uh, dirty language. You can't take in uh, 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 gossiping thoughts and then think, from within me is going to come love and hope and purity. No. It is not, because it cannot, it is written. One of the scariest things in all the scripture, isn't it? I mean, when you really think about it, this is one of the scariest passages in all of scripture. But wait, if there's something scary about the scripture, then that means there's some fear there. And if I'm afraid, I'm a slave to that Fear, but 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 there's a way to no long to no longer be a slave to fear. Recognize that you're a child of God, and then come to the Lord and be freed by God. Ask Him into your heart and receive His Holy Spirit, and then allow that Spirit to flow out of you. And then you don't have to worry about things because what's inside you is going to come out. So you keep filling yourself up with the Word of God. Whoever sows to please their flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit will reap eternal life. And here's the one that, listen, this verse is there for us right now. This verse is there for NBC. Celine, you and I have quoted it two times in the last three weeks of men's ministry. This verse has been quoted. Do not grow weary in doing good. Teleos people, I know, I know. Keeping up with people who don't call you back is hard. I know reading 15 minutes a day and trying to sit still when you were born like this is hard. Trying to pray for 15 minutes in a row is hard. Keeping any kind of schedule for anything for 90 days is hard. Have I learned? I have. Would I do it again? I would. Would I change some things? I would. I get it, but don't stop. Well, I've missed seven days. Do you think God's not excited about tomorrow and the scripture he has for you? No matter what you've missed? Do you think that someone out there doesn't need to be covered by prayer from someone they don't know, even if it's just for 30 seconds? Ignore the borders. Your God is boundless. Ignore the borders. Your God is boundless. And remember what he did Two fish, five, no, two loaves and five fish, five loaves and two fish. Yeah, five loaves and two fish. Remember what he did. Well, my dollar won't matter. I beg to differ. Well, my minute won't matter. I beg to differ. 
Well, my half a chapter won't matter. I beg to differ. What is small in our hands is limitless in his. As we have the opportunity, let us do good to all people. Let me, let me, let me upset a few people and empower a few others. Therefore, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, okay? Problem with the world today, we all don't define good the same way. We all don't define love the same way. Love all people. I'd be glad to. Well, if you don't do this and this, you don't love me. No, it's not that I don't love you. It's that your definition of love and my definition of love aren't the same. Your definition of doing good to you and my definition of doing good to you are not the same. You're about to walk off a cliff. I'm yanking your butt back and you don't like the way that feels. I don't care. I saved your life. Well, I don't want you to do it anymore. Then jump. But don't tell me I don't love you or don't tell me I didn't do good to you when I pop my child's bottom, when they're about to put their hand on that stove. Right? When they're running toward the street and I yank them by the hood. You bet. Not gonna think twice. Well, that wasn't nice. Mm, you're alive. The problem is, we don't see far enough down the road when it's gonna hurt us. That relationship you know you don't need to be in that you're in anyway, because nothing's happened this morning. Nothing's happened today. Oh, it's coming. It is written. So lust, reap lust. So discord, reap discord. So whatever kind of perverse sexuality you want, it's coming back. If it's not God's, it's coming back. Not the way you want it to. So when you do good to all people, sometimes that means Revelation chapter three, verse 17, those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. I love this. If this were me speaking, it was, did you hear that I got a little passionate about what I just said? Not because I don't love you, because I do. Paul said, see what large letters I use? Paul hit the all caps button on his phone. What did he want us to hear? Do not grow weary in doing good at the proper time. We'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. And as we have opportunity, do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of God. It is written, exclamation point. Those who want to impress people are trying to compel you to be circumcised. Those who just want to look good, those who just want to have the outer fitting, you know what they're doing? They're, they're, they're covering their clothes. Remember what Jesus says? Woe to you of whitewashed tombs. The outside looks good, but in the inside, it's just dead people. Woe to you trying to follow a list of rules. You're climbing your own ladder, but the ladder's leaning against nothing. Not even those who are circumcised keep the law, yet they want you to be circumcised that they may boast about your circumcision. Look, they look just like me. Look, they act just like me. And you know what that makes? Me feel good about myself. I have someone to join me in my misguidedness. And that is America today. Social media, the media has allowed you to see that there are other things. And if you don't feel led here, you feel led here. And if this person will just say they like my post here and then we like what each other are doing and then we like each other, what each other are doing, there are three or four people who can agree on something and now we're okay because our little group says it's okay. That is a mockery of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is wrong, it is sinful, and it is for the pit of hell.
The end. And I can love you best by yanking you out. May I never boast in the cross, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus through which the whole world has been crucified. Not circumcision or uncircumcision, baptism, unbaptism, coming to church, not coming to church, none, 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 none of the rest of it counts. Peace and mercy will follow this to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause trouble for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus Christ. This is a playback. For I have been crucified with Christ. And it's not I that live anymore, but Christ lives in me. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you in spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do myself a favor and not try to add anything to that. Let's pray. God, it's a simple message, but it is absolutely not a simple message. It is a daily process. It is a daily chore. It is a daily discipline. It is a daily task to empty self to find fuel in Christ, to live holy in an unrighteous world, to serve others who are only about themselves, to, to give to a world that only takes, to confront friends, to combat spiritual enemies. God, it is a never-ending task. And yet you gently remind us you are a never-ending God. And there is no mountain. There is no valley. There is no ocean. There is no depth or height. There is no length, width, or breadth. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus except our choice not to. Oh, He can still reach us. We're never out of His reach. But we also turn our back. God, may we have more contact with you than just in this room, in this hour. That is my prayer. And may everyone find a moment to live free in Jesus. It's in his name we pray, amen.